Let's place him. Oh, you're first. Yes, I am first. Look at me. I'm the chest now. <laughs> I'm the white pot now. Are you ready? Never ready for See, this. I'm waiting for the plane. We're almost done with the planes. It's the whole armada just, or a whole fleet just uh, lifted off. Welcome to Test Talk, episode 199. We're almost there, guys. We're almost done with the cruddy 100s. It's yeah. <laughs> me, your host, Cody, with Brittany, as you already heard. Hi. She is here. Rob is here remotely. Also, hi. As the usual, uh, Rob and I are playing chess on lightchess.org again. We forgot to mention that last week, but we did mention Rob winning chess, so... <laughs> Oops, but yeah, we're playing chess. <laughs> I'm going first. I think they can just assume if it's not a, no, like a de, multiple of ten. But the, but the, but <laughs> you guys are playing chess. I just I feel like it's important to announce. Is it important to announce? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> One person that keeps commenting. Thank you. We got multiple. Did they comment again? Yeah, they commented on the oh. second episode. They congratulated Balling. us on the 5K. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thanks, my guy. Even though I already said thanks in the comment, thanks again. We acknowledge you and appreciate you. Yeah. So we're going to talk about... That's pretty sweet. Yes. Sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, That's okay. We're going to talk about some movies that came out and some Game of Thrones, probably Backlash, more so like the Funhouse drama, because that's fun. Uh, So dumb. And then what we've been up to. So do you want to talk about what you've been doing first, Rob? Sure, I've been working a lot, <laughs> and I I know I said that before, but it's more a lot now. <laughs> Boy, did you wish you were working like you were before? I would say there's like a two percent amount of me that says that because I'm still not dealing with people, so that's like infinitely better. No, I just mean like uh, earlier this year. Oh um, hell yeah! <laughs> oh hell yeah! yeah. Um, you don't have to get super into it. It's just you're about to roll out. Yeah, so basically, we're, we're our product that we're working on is gonna go to uh, its pilot, supposedly getting the okay to prod environment. So that's super stressful. We got our, our preliminary okay, and then this week coming up, we'll we'll get our uh, our final like, hey, your stuff is good. It's gonna go, and people are gonna start using it and breaking it. Yeah. Good luck. You know all that QA you did doesn't matter because now the users are gonna use it. <laughs> and <laughs> when they use it, nobody knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> I really want to know what it is, but you can tell me later if that's okay. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Yeah, it's like, I found this bug where if I click this exact pixel seven times in a row, it breaks. Why are you doing that? <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> so that's pretty much been your life? Uh, I think I said we got a cat already last week. Right? Yeah, right. You still yeah. never sent us a picture, so the oh, fans are waiting. In the they link, don't think it exists. In the link, I put uh, ravioli and then in parentheses, waiting on Rob to send me a picture. <laughs> Fuck. You even told you even asked last week too. And I just, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I'll uh, send you that. Uh, I think that's something I'm gonna send. I, it's true. I am lurking. Prepare, prepare for cat photos. That's all I have to say. But yeah, what do you guys been up to? We've been up to a decent amount. I'll talk about my stuff first, separate mm-hmm. from you. Just playing D and have a second group now as well. Wait, you're playing two D and D sessions? Yeah. So we have our group now that Brittany's a part of, and we brought Avery along, and he posted. A picture of one of our sessions and one of his friends commented and was like hey i want to play too and then avery was like yeah let's do it and then i just messaged him i was like hey do you want me to dm and he's like sure so now i have a second group that i'm running but they're not nearly as frequent so it is doable but yeah 
my life is becoming D and D. What a, you've always wanted. What a terrible fate. I'm so cursed. Damn, poor guy. <laughs> so yeah, we just we played last Saturday and then we played this Friday. I don't play in the second group. No. Because I value my free time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not gonna play again for like another month, so there's that at least. Oh, that's that's easy. Yeah. So it's just because we can only play typically on Saturdays, and then the next three weeks, at least two people are gonna be gone on the weekend so it's just like meh we'll just not that's fine with me so yeah but doing that i finished rick and morty i'm all caught up on that just in time yeah i i think i finished season three like a day or two before they announced season four is coming out what are, you, what are your thoughts on this last season i'm in this weird mode with rick and morty where it's not like i love it but i'm like yeah i want to keep watching it because he just started watching it for the first time yeah i'd never seen it before like a month ago Oh, uh, okay. So you wait. You watch all three seasons within a month? Yeah. Damn. Okay. I don't know. I kept hearing about how like brutal season three was, like emotionally, and I was like, and eh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad, but I don't know. It just, I think it's a funny show. It definitely has like its laugh out loud moments, but it's not like this amazing ten out of ten, never before seen to me. Like, I'm definitely gonna watch season four. Like, it's funny, but. I don't know. You are you really are a robot. I mean, that's that's really what the, the main takeaway here. I mean, I if we spoilers, I guess for Rick and Morty. I haven't watched season three. <laughs> Do you care about spoilers? No. So I mean, like, how have you not watched season three? What's I'm the worst. You're you're busy watching True. Thirty Rock again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so the people on Match Game were drunk with power. So what's like the what, why is season three lauded as like this hugely sad season? It's like season five of of uh, BoJack. Like it, it 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 it's a the next step of like where the show is maturing to, where it's no longer just like shit posting as a cartoon, and actually has like depth to it. I think season two. I think season Yulu, two definitely still had that though. It did, but I think I think it's more it's more real now. Like yeah. it's it's really like delving into like human emotions and less like bullshit cartoon emotions. Yeah. I want to so. argue that BoJack was never just shit posting. It's always no. been. He's saying, no, like... In the gravity of it. Yeah, season three, like, he's equating it to season five of BoJack. I feel like season five was the lightest season of BoJack, to be yeah. honest. I feel like yeah, it should be season be three of BoJack. Yeah, I get what you're, you're saying, yeah, yeah. but I was just like, that is... I'm not, I'm not watched every season of BoJack all the way through, so if my... Oh, okay. that, that's probably why. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Don't. I mean, because it's... Like, it's... I get it. Like, it's a they're talking about the divorce and like the kids dealing with it and the parents dealing with it. But it just, to me, it's not some earth shattering, never before seen on television. Like they're not approaching it in a different way. I feel like it's, I don't know, like maybe I'm wrong. It's just, I feel like I'm missing something that I should be acknowledging with how this season's going or went, I guess. I can see that. Did you, did it hit you hard? Uh, it, it was less the, the the divorce thing wasn't really like oh my god it was just kind of the overarching Rick stuff and like just the, the the journey that he took through the season and him realizing like he he isn't good for the family and how it ends with the family being like no fuck off like we don't want you yeah like him having that 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 moment of like I'm the worst as Brittany is and saying like it would be better if I left and then they also the same thing they're like fuck you go away yeah I mean I really liked beth's kind of almost mental breaking point of her not knowing if she was a clone or not i thought that was i wish they had kind of 
dived more into mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of fun plot threads that they, they, they kind of tugged on yeah. that are like way more interesting. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna watch season four. It was a good show. I'm just missing it, I guess. Yeah, no, I I I, don't, I wouldn't say that. I would just say you you take away from it what kind of like your life has been. So like your experiences kind of shape how you interpret that stuff. So like you may take stuff more stuff away from like BoJack because you resonate better with that versus Rick and Morty is different. Rick and Morty's story isn't new to me. Yeah, I was like <laughs> it resonates with you. I mean, let's go down a dark it path. It resonates, but it's just like I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of like I, that, that old hat. <laughs> This yeah. isn't new and exciting. So that... <laughs> I don't want to watch my life. <laughs> this show sucks. I've lived this episode before. So that... Anything new with you, Britt? <laughs> you tell me. 30 Rock. I've been watching 30 Rock and eating. <laughs> you haven't been eating that much. Yeah. We've been playing Pokemon Go again. Yeah, I was That's waiting really to it. say that. I don't think I did anything else this week. No, we... Because we went to Sunset Park yesterday. We went again today. Yes. Doing some raids, because yeah, Brittany, you stopped playing after Gen 2. Like right after Gen 2 launched, so like, I'm bored. Yeah, I played a little bit when Gen 3 came out. I played longer in Gen 2, and then, yeah, it was last week before we saw Detective Pikachu. You just opened it up again, and you were like, hey, there's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we've been playing it pretty <laughs> hardcore. Yep. So, yeah, there's the raids that are pretty exciting, and we did. That's why we were kind of late rob we were going around raids near our house and getting them trying hey yeah you know what it's a a fantastic excuse to get out and do stuff yeah Yeah. i feel good going outside so much this weekend according to pokemon go i've walked 28 kilometers this week how many is that in american units uh i mean it's probably like 20 ish miles i would imagine i think i think it's 10 i think it's 2.2 to 1 because a 5k is three miles five times five so 15 ish miles that sounds good let's go with that that's what we've been doing rob what's your trainer code (laughs) (laughs) so if anyone i'm so loading if anyone wants to give us trainer codes yeah because we're at the special research thing where we need to make friends we need three friends but yeah that's like another cool thing where you get these field researches and special researches where it's like it gives you goals which like immediate goals it's like battle a gym and it's like okay like do raids and it's like i never wanted to do raids but i guess beat up a child yeah like pretty much um there's like i had we had one earlier was like do three nice throws in a row and it's like fuck i don't want to focus on that (laughs) i like it now that they've added more stuff and more like attainable goals instead of just just like walk around and catch things. I mm-hmm. guess there's like, extra, and the fact that there's so many more Pokemon to catch that it's yeah like exciting again. Yeah, because like what's that shadow? Pretty much. Yeah. Like my Pokedex, I have 315 in it now. I am 12 away from being done with the Kanto, if Mew and Mewtwo count. So that'd be nice. So it just it's cool. I'm enjoying it again. I like. Being outside, like you said, there were a couple days this week where since we work in downtown Henderson, um, I was able to just walk up and down the main street and get a bunch of Pokestops and just walk because mm-hmm. it's a freak week in Vegas where it's May and it's been in like the 70s mm-hmm. all week. What? So I know. I've just been walking as much as I can to just enjoy the weather before I'm yeah. shut inside. And my desk is in range of a Pokestop, so... <laughs> Yeah. I just like open it every like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I just leave my 
app open because i have a charger there Mm -hmm. and i just tell britney like if there's a cool pokemon nearby because my trainer does the thing where it just randomly runs around and so every once in a while i'm in range of like two pokestops at once or something so i just leave it open so it can do that yeah the gps is fun like that on android uh, it seems to be more like wild where you'll just kind of like oh now i'm 10 feet away yeah. now i'm a mile away and okay I, I think it also has to do with the fact that we're on the third floor and so the app is like what is elevation mm-hmm. <laughs> you're here ish what do yeah. so yeah i mean pokemon goes fun and i know in when it came out 2016, that was our game of the year. Mm-hmm. So uh, It was the hotness. Yeah, we spent like a month straight talking about it when it came out. So I, yeah, it, was, it was fun. Yeah, I figured it'd be cool to talk about it again. I agree. That's been our weekend, our three-day weekend, and getting that sun. So do you want to talk about John Wick first, or do you want us to talk about Booksmart? Um, let's do John Wick first, because I think it'll be a little bit shorter. Okay. Um, so... It's boy, it's spoilable, I guess. It is, but so John Wick, Rob, because Rob's the only one that's seen. It. I'm trying to see it Tuesday. I should be able to see it Tuesday. So maybe after episode 200, we can like get into it if you'd like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So spoilers, just in case Rob slips up or anything, um, check the timestamps. But I didn't like how they already announced the fourth John Wick. Yeah. Because I <laughs> thought this was just going to be a trilogy, and I was like, oh, okay, so like I have no idea how this is going to end. But then there, okay, there's a fourth one, so. JK. He's not going <laughs> to die. So. Yeah, that that was the only, that's the only thing I went in with. I was like, oh, he's not going to die. Okay, yeah. that's fine. But I've heard that there are some pretty brutal kills, <laughs> and mm. his kill count is pretty high. Like I saw an article where it talked about how his kill count is more than Freddy Krueger and Jason combined now. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to get too in-depth with it just because it's, it's John Wick. You've seen the first two. You kind of get the premise. Like, I will say, though, they did a great job of world-building in this one. And I think that's why they had the next one queued up is because they were prepared to take this further. Really? Along with something hmm. that... Yeah. Yeah, well, because at the end, at the end, you'll understand. Like, okay. Oh, okay. I see what's happening. Because I know uh, with the second one, that's what people like. They're like, "Holy shit! Like this world's really cool." And so I'm yeah. surprised that they were able to do even more of that. Yeah, they definitely brought in um, more of the other characters that you've kind of seen behind the scenes, more or less, doing stuff like the ta- high table and all kind of stuff. They, they, that gets more involved. So, and that's more what I was referring to. And it said they got they got uh, world building done more does a uh, um, Halle Berry's character get introduced pretty early at the movie or um no things about I think it's about like a, a third of the way in oh okay so, so she's not she's well I mean she's in there for the majority she's in there for a chunk of it I wouldn't say the majority she's in there for a chunk of it okay um does she like come but, and go or is like once she's there she's in the movie um if that's spoilers please don't say anything <laughs> she's she's in it and her her time in the film is okay linear. it doesn't it doesn't jump around okay that's all. um I will say one thing that I did that's kind of not a negative, but something I, I did notice. It did feel like it was a bit slower this time around. Mm, that's what I was going to ask about, like the world building, if that kind of like brought the pace down compared to the other films. I think the reason it felt that way was because of the time that the movie takes place in, re- in reference to the other two. So John Wick 1 happened, things popped off, and it ended. And then we go into the beginning of the second one. It was like the same day yeah. or the next next night. This the same situation. This epi- this movie is literally the night of the end of the second movie. Yeah, because so, the end of the second, it's like he isn't he in the hotel when they call like the 
he's hit. he's uh he he's in the courtyard where Winston has everybody freeze and he says, I'm giving you an hour. That's right, yeah. That's it. So it's literally literally that. Yeah, uh, that's a good place to start the movie, so I'm fine with that. Yeah. So and but I think that influences the the slowerness of it. It just shows the fatigue of the character where he is just slower. So yeah. and it, it threw me off for a minute. But then I was kind of like, no, it kind of makes sense. It's just we're so used to this fast, intense movie. It kind of felt weird. But, like, um, but he's it, exhausted now. Oh, yeah. He's been running oh, nonstop yeah. for days. So it makes sense. It's good. I, I, I think overall it was a good movie. I think that was my only, like, major negative about it. Um, it is far more gruesome uh, with some of the kills like you talked about. So that's kind of something to just bear in mind. Like, pre- be prepared. You're not. You're going to see things that feel far more visceral. Hell, yeah. Than, than the other two like you really feel the kills in this one so, how would you rate it compared to the other three like this one i the would best, say it's or it's not quite as good just due to the fact that they they did a really good job of showing the the the, the chronology of everything but not necessarily the outright effects it's kind of more imp- implicit than explicit that he is slow because he's in, he's effectively been you know, injured over the course of two films. Right. Which takes place over the course of, like, a week and a half. Yeah. So it's so. cool that they keep this continuity and, like, he's not yeah. a superhuman. Yeah. So I think I think it's good. I, I'm excited to see where they go with this next one. Um, I was on the Wikipedia, and they talked about, which makes sense after seeing the movie, uh, a spinoff called Ballerinas. And you'll understand what that means when you watch it, um, why they want to do a spinoff with that. And then also potentially integrating uh, Charlize Theron's character uh, Ooh, from, from Atomic Blonde. Hmm, that's like the same universe? It's not the same universe, but I, th- I think they want to make them the same universe. Huh. I think by doing doing them tied in, Weird. it'll be it'll be that kind of thing. Yeah, so I'm. do you want to give it a rating out of 10 dogs? Out of 10 orphaned dogs, I'm going to give it like a 7. A solid 7. That's what I'm expecting, honestly. Like it's... Because it is pretty much just an action movie, it's gonna, it's gonna have good action, and they do a good enough job with the world building that makes you invested in more than just the action. So, a seven is what yeah. I'm expecting, and it doubled opening weekend what John Wick two did. So, uh, yeah. do you want to gander what it's at worldwide right now, or do you already know? Uh, I think it's like 140. Uh, right now it's at about 175. Oh, it went up more. Yeah. yeah so. I mean, and it's, and it's a memorial. Oh no, that was last weekend. If it, it, it came out. Well, yeah, it's yeah. memorial. Di- Day weekend, this past weekend, right now, this current weekend. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It came out last weekend, right? Right, yeah, it did. So, yeah. Yeah, I wish we'd see it in a better theater, because we saw it in one of the smaller ones at our local uh, movieplex, and because that one other trash movie came out and took all of the good theaters, we're kind of stuck with it. Trash movie came out? Aladdin. Uh, Uh. (laughs) Yeah, when we saw... uh, book smart like we were in the very back of galaxy like we didn't know this part of the theater yeah. existed so but i think it's like a newer theater the yeah. back like they opened two more theaters in the back mm-hmm. but yeah really? so um huh. yeah tangent but yeah uh like i said i'll probably see it tuesday and then we can get into it more in detail john wick go see it support keanu are you ready to talk Whoa. about book smart yeah so spoilers for Booksmart, the Olivia Wilde directorial debut mm-hmm. of a feature-length film. It is this generation's super bad, yes, as everyone is claiming it, and <laughs> that's what it looks like. A hundred percent, that's what it is. So, yeah. do you care about spoilers, Rob? I mean, if it's like super bad, no, because it's still going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. it's um, fun. 
But it, I was just going to say, like, it literally is, like, the same characters kind of exist as yeah. in this movie. And Beanie Feldstein is Jonah Hill's younger sister. That's the lead. The lead actress. Yeah. Who plays... How, how are they related? It's just her sister. Oh. His sister. Like, is... his actual sister. His name is Jonah Hill Feldstein. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Like, who has the stage name then? He does. <laughs> oh my god you can't say that word wrong (laughs) so yeah beanie feldstein plays the jonah hill character of this movie yeah and the relationship between the two main characters is very similar to super pad where one is super controlling and again spoilers check timestamps like the other one ends up lying about what their plans are for after high school and how it's going to play out and that's when they have like a meltdown Mm -hmm. so yeah. Like, when it's happening, it's like, wait a minute, yeah. I've seen this before. You didn't think that at the beginning <laughs> of the movie? <laughs> well, I I was just not expecting it to be a super bad yeah. clone. So yeah. I was hoping for something else. But, like, it wasn't, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Because the movie still had enough redeeming qualities. Because yeah. I think one thing uh, that Superbad didn't do is, in this movie, like, it's kind of the cliche where it shows you the antagonists of the film, and mm-hmm. then you learn about them and how they're kind of going through They're their own thing. They're all three-dimensional characters. Yes. Whereas Superbad, like, it just had the main characters. Yeah. And, like, it didn't really dive into these other characters. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, with this, with, like, Jared, it's, like, he's a super sympathetic character, even mm-hmm. though he's just literally, his license plate is fuckboy. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> Wait, like, actually fuckboy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it just says fuckboy, so it's, like, but that's who you think he is. But he's but... a very wholesome character, yes. too. Yes, and, like, you're rooting for him by the end yeah. of it. So he's really a poser. I mean, it's just, it's... <laughs> this persona that he puts on because he thinks that's how he needs to mm-hmm. act and he thinks that's yeah. how he gets friends because that's his head is warped by his parents yeah because he has a lot of money so he tries to like buy Play people things and they're all just like you're annoying yeah. we don't like you yeah. but he's just a really nice person too he throws a party on a yacht and he has gift bags and every gift bag has an ipad in it like but no one came to his party <laughs> it's really sad yeah but like so. he's happy still it's funny like, yeah, because they spend the entire, like, first act at, at school, school introducing all these characters that are appear, like, stereotypes, like, the slut, the jocks, the whatever. Stoners. The stoners. But, like, by the end, like, they're all, like, developed characters yes. with very little, like, screen time still. And it's really, like, it's cool to see that they subvert expectations. <laughs> successfully okay, Bruce, calm yeah. down <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i mean i liked i can't remember laszlo what was his name leo the long-haired guy theo theo i was yes. close yeah um i liked his probably the most just because mm-hmm. like from the get-go the whole thing is like at high school they're not allowed to say what college they're getting into and molly the main character is so holier than thou because she's getting into yale Mm -hmm. and then she finds out someone else is and so she has like a meltdown (laughs) and she asks theo and he's like i'm not going to college he's like but i got this job at google coding it's like i know it's not apple but Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's she's like you were held back in seventh grade twice Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. like i like that and like you think that's a throwaway line but it comes back Mm -hmm. so it's just that i like him like he's funny He's interesting. Yeah. My biggest gripes, probably, of the movie was the high school, like, super not realistic. Well, yeah, like... It's just... 
when the final bell rings, they literally like destroy a hallway with like water b- condom water balloons and like fire extinguishers <laughs> and like silly spray. But it looked cool. It did. I'm sure it was super fun. Yeah. But that and then the girl crush of the Amy was she had almost an entire full tattoo sleeve. Yeah. And then when high we, schoolers don't have tattoos. And when we see her, I mean, they have like a tattoo yeah maybe not a full sleeve and then yeah. we see her at the pool and she has like a piece on her ribs and she has like a couple thigh pieces and mm-hmm. it's like you're not a fucking high school graduate yeah. shut up yeah you were here for far longer yeah. than would be. <laughs> you were held back six times mm-hmm. <laughs> you're 25 but she looks like she's 12 yeah. she looked like noelle to me kind of kind of <laughs> she kind of looked like noelle but like 12 more mousy yeah yeah so i mean that I didn't like, I didn't love those, that like kind of broke the immersion and like the guy crush for Molly, he looked so much like Drake. He looked like Drake with NSYNC Justin Timberlake hair. Mm -hmm. That ramen colored curled hair. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I could think about when I saw him. Mm -hmm. And then the other crush, I was like, you're, you're, you're way too old. This is gross. (laughs) You're leading on this poor, innocent 18, 17 18 year old lesbian mm-hmm. um so i didn't like that and i didn't like the second party with i thought that was funny the only thing i didn't like was like the acid trip yeah but that was a huge part of it. i liked when they first got there and the reveal that it was a murder mystery because i love the drama kids they're they were, so funny they were fun and they could have just been on the entire movie and i would have loved it yeah so they were fun but then and Gigi, who is okay so carrie fisher's daughter is in this movie <laughs> Oh, and really? she is the best character. She is like this ethereal thing that just kind of shows up she's everywhere. She's like an alien. Yes. <laughs> but she's just so lovable, even though she's insane. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. She's so... probably the McLovin in like, as, no. as far as like just pure comedy. I guess. And he's like always there and like he's not like. Well, McLovin's like a main part of the cast and he has his yeah. own kind of arc. Gigi doesn't really have an arc. She's just there. She's great, She's though. just Gigi. It's so funny. So, like, she is the best part of the second party, but then the acid trip just goes on way too long. Yeah. And it just, it's, it just goes on too long. Yeah. I feel like there was a couple scenes in this movie that just didn't know when to yeah. end. Like, yeah. they, they were trying to get to some joke or some point and they just mm-hmm. couldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Once they got to the main party, it was just great till the end to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some really like beautiful shots. That good job, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I mean, we have differing opinions because mm-hmm. there was the scene with the dancing scene with Nick. That I was thought like, that was funny. It was like over a minute though. It's like okay, yes, I get it. She's fantasizing about just being alone with him, and then while the, <laughs> the girls do, I know, but everybody was, does that. But it was just so long. Like it was so choreographed mm-hmm. and so much dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then the swimming pool scene, it was really cool. But it was it, too long. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. It was a really cool show. And after thinking about it, I kind of, I probably dove way too deep into it. But in my mind, I was like, oh, it's like she's kind of becoming like free. Like yeah. all this stress is lifted. She's floating in this water and just seeing things in a different perspective. Like, yeah, because the whole movie with Amy, she was very nervous and stressed out about approaching her crush and then, you know, this girl's been, like, 
you know, trying to, like, get her to be a little more confident and, like, sing karaoke at the party and mm-hmm. go jump in the pool. And, like, that was her whole thing. And then she finally stood up to Molly after it. Well, yeah, and the swimming pool scene, like, kept going. And, like, when she finally, like, broke surface and then it came crashing down, like, I like that she immediately went back under the yeah. water again where she's like, okay, this is comfortable. Like, yeah. I don't need to think about anything. I can just be under the water. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I like that, but it's just the mm-hmm. first shot. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just a lot of butt shots of her underwater. Yeah. and <laughs> Yeah. She's like 21. Yeah. No, she's like a year older than me. When oh. I saw her IMDb, she was born in 96. Oh. A year younger than me. Sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong way. I was like, how old are you? <laughs> Fuck. Uh-oh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, yeah. So we got very specific about the movie. Well, just the specific things. But I mean, it's a comedy movie, so it's like you can't really get too far into the story yeah there's not much to pick apart i think for a directorial debut it was great it it did a lot of fun things like especially with the shots like we've Mm -hmm. already mentioned like that you don't expect if like kind of ambitious to like hey i want to try this same thing with eighth grade how like he had a lot of cool shots and different kind of takes on it Mm -hmm. so i think that's why it's Mm -hmm. cool seeing directorial debuts because they're willing to do things that aren't normal to try and make like a image try and make like a flavor for themselves i guess a style yeah so yeah they don't put themselves in a box they're willing to take far more risks as a first Mm -hmm. endeavor and if they fuck up hey my first try yeah Yeah. because like that's the point it's like when you're making your first movie you're doing it to like be have something to say Mm -hmm. you have something to show so yeah i think she accomplished that other things i like just soundtrack was great to me yeah not score but just soundtrack like yeah a lot of modern music like an lcd sound system song was mm-hmm. in there and it was prominent yeah they had uh don't speak by dj shadow featuring run the jewels mm-hmm. that played oh, like cool. twice well it played in the movie and then again in like the credits yeah so yeah i feel like that's a lot of the song. songs were never they weren't gratuitous and they were they all had a purpose mm-hmm. so that was nice all of the acting was more than decent because it's all like young kids quote-unquote yeah like, so i was pleasantly surprised uh beanie feld scene is great pleasant the molly yeah yeah because she was in ladybird so this isn't like her first big movie but it's for, her first like leading role i think yeah but for most of the other kids like i'm sure like yeah. you check and it's like i don't know them uh, yeah, none, one, of, none of them have wikipedia pages yes <laughs> hope who's barely that was another thing i didn't love i don't want to I, I don't know if you want to get to it's just she becomes this huge character at the end of it, but like they spend she was barely in the they movie. spend no time on her in the beginning. Well, like you clear like she has a line, like you see her in the classroom, yeah. and it's like, oh, we're gonna get to know her. Nope, yeah. and then boom, she's huge. So yeah. it was weird. Didn't love that, but yeah, whatever. But like she's gonna be the lead in Ma, the new suspense thriller movie that we talked about recently. Oh yeah, yeah. We had no the the Beanie Feldstein. She played Nora in Sorority Rising at Neighbors too. Okay. I was like, I, I don't know what the fuck that yeah. is. Yeah, so she, like she, it was, a, it was a other character. Yeah, yeah, she seems to have like the biggest career so far, mm-hmm. which is why she's the lead. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like the entire movie, I was like, she looks familiar. Hope, but I couldn't place it. But yeah, she's mm-hmm. in the trailer for Ma, so that's mm-hmm. why. Um. Also, I liked the bigger adult cast: Jason Sudeikis, mm-hmm. Will Forte, Lisa Kudrow. Is that Phoebe? Yeah. Yeah. Phoebe I mean, friends. I like. I like that they had like they were used sparingly, but every scene they were in was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So she definitely called in a few favors. Yes. I.e. her husband. Yeah, I recommend it. It was. Yeah. 
I saw someone else fun. say this as like their review, but just the word that I would use to sum it up is just delightful. If cool. you, it's just fun. If you like coming of age movies, yeah, it's you, just cute. It's you, fun. It's funny. It's not like it's not like eighth grade like emotionally emotional, <laughs> but it's like oh that's cute, and it's still like raunchy, but in like a fun way. She fingers her butthole. <laughs> I'm not giving context for that. You just have to watch the movie. Yep, figure it out. But yeah, like it's it's a good coming of age movie for people of class of 2019. Like this is a movie for them. Yeah. Like you need to watch this. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, but still enjoyable if you're older. That's it. Yeah. Out of ten Valley Stranglers, what would you oh, give it? God. <laughs> Again, no context. Fuck. I forgot about him. That was funny. <laughs> he was my favorite nothing character. Yeah um i'd probably give it like eight out of ten seven and a half eight um yeah i was probably in about seven and a half mm-hmm. like definitely above average um, but not perfect but yeah with my gripes like i feel fine putting mm-hmm. it like that's why i'm knocking those points off but yeah again if you like movies you like i mean i don't want to say if you like original ideas because it's not especially yeah. because super bad but like, it's the gender swapped progressive super bad that isn't like them being females like actually serves a purpose <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's not it doesn't feel like it's pandering it no. just feels inclusive i guess is the right word it doesn't seem like they started with this idea of like let's make super bad but with girls it's like let's just i have this idea for a movie and then it's like oh yeah it, it's kind of like super bad yeah so yeah that's the difference yeah it didn't feel like intentional no there go see it yeah you'll i'm sure you and madeline would like it rob so she does she does want to see it so yeah. it's something we're, we're going to watch at some point whether or not it's in theater or at home yeah mm-hmm. really the big big difference yeah i mean but, you yeah. don't need to see it in theaters it's not a big huge but if we see it in theaters it shows uh-huh. studios to Good that box office yeah. owner shows... so far what it's it, done uh olivia wilde t- tweeted earlier like it's getting d- demolished like she was like please go see it <laughs> Like it's not That's doing. Hard the part. It's not doing very well. Well, yeah. Because the hard part okay, is because like with summer blockbusters, like you're competing against like you still got Marvel up there, you got Aladdin, you got John, like these established franchises. Yep. Yeah, and you came like, out the same weekend as Aladdin. John Wick came out last week. Endgame is still in theaters. Like there was like I don't know five or six showings of Endgame mm-hmm. still. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it's. Not I also gonna... think Annapurna is the distributor, whatever production mm-hmm. company. They don't market very well Mm-mm. at all. Yeah. No. So I blame them too. Yeah. Because I think I saw one trailer in theaters for it like I... a month and a half ago. I, did... I think I've seen like three trailers for it at locally. Oh. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a scene. I didn't see any in theaters. And we saw a lot of movies recently. Yes. We've seen a good amount. It's just I only saw it because of you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go see it. It's fun. Support somewhat independent <laughs> directors support local artists support not franchises or yes please <laughs> rehashes of the same movie revamps don't disney aladdin okay, and lion king like, it's, it's super bad yeah but i mean it's not like ghostbusters again it's not no. it's not super bad it's, it's not oceans smart. 8 yes okay yeah that uh do we want to talk about game of thrones now that we've had a week do we feel any different, any better about how this series is? I'm definitely over it. Like, my <laughs> oh, anger. Yeah. Yes. I'm over the anger. I'm just like, whatever, it's over. You're in acceptance. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I was never... So I'm going to take a page out of... Uh... You said you were angry. You said after the Funhouse thing, you got 
over your anger. So you definitely had yeah. an angry stage. It was, it was, I guess anger probably wasn't the right word though. It was, I think it was more angry that I wasted the time and not angry about the outcome. I think if we had recorded it Sunday night, it would have been anger. Yeah. We all would have been anger. That's why I wanted to record it and Sunday night. we were night. drunk. Perfect. <laughs> Just like uh, that one guy on the, uh, that dude soup episode, the, uh, the guy who'd read all the books I forget who what his name was. The guy that oh, wrote for Games GameSpot. Yeah, game the GameStop guy or GameSpot. Yeah, <laughs> game the heavily <laughs> game the stop. games journalist GameStop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I I couldn't uh, make it through that game, dude. Soup. I got it was it was tough. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the Reddit thread on the Funhouse subreddit. Oof. Rob, I did not. Uh, did it not. so normal dude soups they probably get like one forty to. 150 comments if there's like a lot to talk about i would say most actually get like 70 comments Mm -hmm. this one had about a thousand comments and it was pretty negative (laughs) and like the dislikes on youtube are pretty hard yeah the dislike like ratio is yeah because the whole premise if you don't watch funhouse you're not familiar it's just one of the main casts he's the like owner he's like uh, he's like the manager of he's fun the manager house. of funhouse um but he <laughs> he hosted dude soup and they like they rotate the host but his whole theme for this episode is that everyone is overreacting and you need to get over it if you didn't like the show why are you still watching it it's like clearly you're watching it because you like it it's doing something right and it was the highest rated like it got the most views yeah. so clearly it did it was a pretty good finale no <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, so... Internet, Everyone lost their minds. The internet lost their mind, even though the whole point was like, the internet needs to come down. But be, on top of that, like, he's been on Twitter and in that subreddit discussion thread... He's doubling down on yes. it in the comments. And Ugh. to his point, he's not... He's 100% not being insulting. He's not being mm-hmm. aggressive. He is just stating his opinion kind of over and over. Yeah. And just the internet's not taking it. They're like, we get that you like it, but it still is not a good finale, and it's not because we are upset with the our theories. It's clearly bad writing, and that it's okay to just admit that. Mm-hmm. But he's just yeah. like, no, this it was great. Like yeah. I don't know why you guys are upset. I was fine with the whole dude soup up until he talked about how many views it got. He was like, it had the most views that any episode ever had. So the proof is in the pudding. It was good. I was like, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> that is not proof of anything. Yeah. It's proof that everyone finally used their free trial on HBO for it's the finale. Like we did. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- and before the finale, he tweeted like, boy, I can't wait to watch Game of Thrones. And I'm sure all the people that are upset with it aren't going to watch it, right? Because that's what you do when you don't like a show anymore. You stop watching it, right? Okay, I will <laughs> I will take Devil's Advocate for a moment. Is I think that's his way of being passive-aggressive and just being irritated with the the outrage yes. people have. Because I think he does, he does have a, a, a very solid perspective on uh, the situation. And I think he, he's got a very good... Uh, articulate point yes. about it like if you don't like it just don't watch it that, that's fine but he's missing because... the context because it's okay it's the series finale that i've watched 70 hours of i'm yep. an episode or two away i'm just gonna finish it but he was like so then you you like the show like you like the season like you want to see how it ends and it's like yes but i don't like the current iteration but 
how they wanted to start the podcast is because people are saying they need to redo the last two seasons. Mm -hmm. And I think on top of that, he has a perspective, like you were saying, Rob, like he has been in productions. He knows how television shows work and how you can't just redo it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of another thing where he's taking issue with. It's just the internet's being the internet and is being ridiculous. Yes. I think of that petition. I think someone else said it like as more of an open letter it's not like we think this is really going to happen. We just want them to know, like, this wasn't great. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was, I guess, ang- I, I was probably initially angry. Like that. That's it. That's what we get. Like seventy-three hours of this culminates there. But I think, I think Alana from that same episode kind of it are, was better. She's like, I'm not angry. I'm just like, I'm just disappointed. I'm just over it. I think it's kind of more of how it is because I expected something, and I got like nothing out of it. Like it didn't have some meaning. Maybe that's maybe that's you know subverting expectations by not having a meaning that it's all just gonna repeat, sure. But that seems so like trite, and they could have done something different. Versus, hey, war is hell, but medieval. Mm-hmm. More like, hey, you didn't see that coming, did ya? Yeah. The thing is, I when I think about where everyone ended up, objectively, I'm fine with it. I just mm. wish yeah. that. They either would have cut stuff from earlier seasons to start these storylines heading that way earlier, or if they just did 10 episodes and, like, more than just... Like, if Danny had burned down King's Landing and then spent, like, three episodes trying to be the queen and then she dies, like, oh, that would have been fine. But because it all just happened so fast, like, it wasn't fulfilling. Like, I was fine with how everything happened, but I wanted it to be at least fulfilling and, like, feeling the tension and, like everyone's mm-hmm. motivations yeah. to end up in the positions they ended up in but like yeah. it was just like i killed danny and bran has to be king now but the north is gonna be an independent thing and john's gonna go to the wall and there's the ending what <laughs> that yeah. all happened so fast there's a yeah. lot to unpack there but not much like it's like we got handed all these boxes that we had to open but they were empty mm-hmm. yeah, yeah merry christmas it's cold Mm-hmm. yeah like there's nothing in here and like there should be all this meat to it and like it all made sense uh, i can i can see how everything ended up that way i still can't no <laughs> i just wanted more no i don't know no i don't I... know how to say what i'm trying to say no. anymore it's just no with bren <laughs> i don't see how that works with aria i still don't see how that jamie i'm still upset about how they can justify oh, yeah. it however they want like his entire like i saw another clip where it showed the bad writing examples and like it showed different scenes from Jamie through the seasons and how a lot of what he says and how he ended up in episode five just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So no, I won't accept Jamie. Mm-hmm. I won't accept Bran. I won't accept Braun being there. I it's stupid. Okay. It's just stupid. Yeah. And that's fine. Like I'm not mad. It's just, I want the books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me the book so I can, if this is George's ultimate plan, fine. But I know I'm going to get inner monologues and inner dialogues that are going to... Explain everyone's motivations better. Yes. Yep. So it's not going to be so rushed. It's hard to capture on TV. It's hard to capture with half a season yeah. that they didn't... It's, just, it's, but... it's because it was rushed. That's the biggest yes. issue and the biggest reason why it turned out the way it did. If they had just spent more time, it would have been easier to digest. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that all we're going to say about that? Yes, I will say that yeah. Bruce is wrong, but everyone was being an asshole to him. So Yeah, there is no uh, need to us insult him and like call him an idiot and call him... Someone called him a cunt. Like, calm down. Well, I, I, I don't think he's... I don't... I, 
I think he's wrong, but I don't think he's... He's allowed to be wrong. It's his opinion. Yeah, he's allowed... But I think it's just the way he... To me, the, what bothers me more is just the way he presents his argument. The hard it seems stance. Like it's, yeah. It's not even the hard stance. Like, it's a holier-than-thou than thou kind of perspective. Like, well, if you didn't like it, you shouldn't have watched it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but... <laughs> All of the reasons we've already discussed. Like, I think it's just more he, he, he lacks – he's willing to accept the optics of the show, but he can't understand the human condition of, like, being involved and wanting a resolution. It just seems yeah. very, very – This was, like, season four, and it started being shitty. Like, yeah, I stopped watching. Like, I stopped watching yeah. The Walking Dead because it was shitty, and I was tired of being angry about how yeah. shitty it was. And exactly. you were going to just sit there and be yeah. angry consistently. And it wasn't we, like there was an we end We knew this was the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah. If the end of The Walking Dead was coming when I was, like, getting tired of it, I'd be like, fine, I'll just finish if it. If you knew it was the last half season or but whatever. Because, it, to me, they kept saying, oh, it could go on for, like, 20 seasons. I was like, fuck this, I'm out. That's what you do. But when it's like, we know this is the end, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, he, in his mind, because he liked it, objectively, it's good. Yeah. And everyone yeah, exactly. else is. Yeah, so. Everyone else is wrong. That's the biggest issue. And yeah. uh, that's... It's it is what it is, but again, like there is no need to be aggressive and to be mean towards him because like his girlfriend yeah. even tweeted and it's just like, I'm reading all these comments and like there is a person that this is directed at that I love and care about and like is a good person and it's upsetting. Mm-hmm. So people yeah. are braver online. Duh. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, I think I highlights are the human. You know, not even human, but the, the you know the cultural inability in the U, at least in the U.S. It seems like maybe in other places, of our inability to have you know dialogue that they necessarily don't agree with. Like yeah. you can disagree with somebody and still be respectful, mm-hmm. but I also think it's a lot of young people that yes. uh, yep. lack kind of that social construct, Kids. as you describe, because they're online. They don't they don't uh, they don't necessarily understand that words do hurt. I mean, Bruce is probably more you know thick-skinned now that he's the manager of funhouse but still i'm i'm sure he's thick-skinned but yeah it's just all these people that grew up online and grew up talking online so yeah is that it we're good to end there yes yeah so i think yeah bury it (laughs) we're gonna be talking about game of thrones for a long time so Mm -hmm. it's fine no don't worry i'm gonna keep bringing up this dead corpse of a horse (laughs) so Um, how do you feel now It's the been, Lord of Light is going to keep bringing the horse back. It's It's been six months. How you feeling? It's been um, 40 years. Yeah, it's been 84 years. Good to end the episode there. Rob and I are still chess. You yeah. are still chess? We are still a chess. We are still. Okay. <laughs> Rob, add me as a friend. He's I, sent you the thing. I sent you the thing. I requested it a while ago. Uh, not, uh, you have to like accept me as a friend. I have to like accept you as a human person. He yes. Has to. Yes. Uh, deal breaker. <laughs> Abort. Okay, Liz Lemon. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for commenting. Thanks. Reach out to us. Let us know how you felt about Game of Thrones. Call us idiots. No, don't we'll do take that. the comments. I'll cry. I'll take the comment. I'll appreciate a comment. <laughs> Even if it's like, fuck you. Yeah, thanks. You reached out. You, <laughs> yeah. did, you did the effort of commenting. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I've been working on the back end because I realized I still had the domain. So if you go to chesstalkpodcast.com, it will redirect you to Podbean. So all, hey. the, yeah, so all the listeners that are going through like the, I think it's like between episode 80 and like 135 or something where we say to go to chestdocpodcast.com, they'll no longer just get a dead website. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> it goes to our actual current site. So there's that. 
And where are there where are their episodes at? They're not here anymore. I had someone reach out to me and they were like, "Did you quit the podcast? Because I've been trying to go to the website and like it's not there anymore." And I'm like, "Oh shit." So yeah, there's that. So go back and listen. Have fun. Next week is the big 200. 200. And we got an interesting episode planned. It's a surprise. Don't say it. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm going to say it's not a board game. It's not something we've ever done before. And it's it's not a game. You can probably say it's a game, but it's different. It's going to be a different episode. I'm mm-hmm. very excited. You might love it. You might hate it, but you're going to love it. You listen. might hate me. Uh, Maybe. Potentially. So... When they learn about you, what the, what, why this is happening. Yeah, yes. that's why they're going to hate me. <laughs> so, yeah, get excited for episode 200. It's going to be a fun one. And that's all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chess you guys later. What? That doesn't Stop. even work. That's not even a good pun. What the fuck? Every time.